Hi guys and welcome to our podcast. This is the Stabbing Cabin. The Stabbing Cabin. Thank this you. is Michael. And Elena. Jesse. And Michaela. And we are here today with our third podcast. And our mm-hmm. theme today is Jesse, take it away. Is modern day urban legends. Yeah. So anything that like sort of seems like a little sketch or like doesn't completely add up. So yeah. And I figured I'd start today's question. With, um, what do you think would be your least favorite way to die? Oh, I know this. Least favorite way to die. Yeah. Let me think here. Probably, I don't want to get crushed by, like, a boulder. Or, like, something that Mm. would crush me. That would suck. That would suck. I've always been super scared of being buried alive. Yeah, it's like too. a huge, weird, like yeah. extreme anxiety for me. Yeah, actually, I can kind of attest to that. Too. Um. Oh, you already know this. I have an irrational fear of tsunamis. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. So no. I think that would be like the worst day because it's not. I said worst day. Like worst. <laughs> it would be the worst day. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> it would probably be the worst day. Ever. The worst way to die. Because, like, you're not just drowning, like, there's debris in the water and it comes at you super fast and it could kill you by scooping up different parts of your body. And... Like you're, like, chip dip. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> how. some tsunami chip dip? Yo, he had me watch a movie and, like, probably the girl. Impossible. Probably good with ruffles, yeah. too. Her <laughs> leg got scooped <laughs> up like some out. chip dip, bro. For yeah, real. it's good with ruffles. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, why are you making me watch this? You know I'm afraid of tsunamis. What movie was this? It's called The Impossible. It has Tom Holland, who plays Spider-Man. And then it has the guy that plays Obi-Wan Kenobi. I can't remember his name right now. Liam Neeson? Is this no, the one the where the, dude, oh, the family goes on vacation? Sure? Yeah, it's oh, a true story. Oh, I've seen that. That's I'm, super scary. Right. I'm pretty sure Liam Neeson plays Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, well, who's the other one? In episode one. I don't remember. I just know Liam Neeson. He's also in Moulin Rouge. Ewan McGregor. There we go. There we go. Okay. okay, I didn't know who we were. <laughs> Me and Michaela staring at each other like, okay. So yeah, it's Ian McGregor and Tom Holland. It's a really good movie. And Naomi Watts. But yeah. Um, so for me, my least favorite way would probably be drowning. That's because, as we all know, I don't really know how to swim. What? So, I didn't know that. Oh my god. Bomb drops. So like, I could be in like an eight foot pool and I could just die from drowning. No. Oh, we have a co-star today. So, yeah, special <laughs> bulletin. If you hear child noises, it's because we have a special co-host today. Um, hopefully he'll be decently quiet. Little LK. He decided he name? wanted to be um, awake with the adults today. He wanted to be a grown-up today. He's too little to understand anything we're talking about, though. Don't worry. We're not corrupting his mind. He has no idea what's going on. That's probably not true. Unless 20 years 20, from now, we'll yeah. see. <laughs> it's a little experiment we got going on. A little screaming. psychological experiment. I'm screaming. I am not a part of that. <laughs> anyway, shape, or form. Anyway, shape, or form. So, yeah. Who would like to do their murder first today? Actually, it's your turn to go first. I have to go first? Yeah, you go. Yeah. Mine's going to be a minute. Okay. Well, might as well get you I mean, we're here. We're here. <laughs> yeah, so. I'm still trying to go first, and then today it's him, me, then you? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, this week, for my little modern day urban legend, I'm doing the smiley face killing, slash the smiley face killer. Has anyone heard of that? Is it, like, based off of uh, American Horror Story? I mean, not based off of American Horror Story. Based off of it with the smiley face clown murders? No. This, um, 
this theory, actually, like, the murders happened between the late 90s and today. Mm-hmm. But they actually just figured out the theory in, like, 2016. Oh, that's pretty. So, yeah, fairly, fairly recent. Sorry. <laughs> so it's, like, a new thing that they're all working on and all that type of stuff. So basically, the smiley face killings, like I said, happened between the late 90s and current day, so the 2010s. Um, and the one thing that is similar about all of them is the victims were found in water. Um, and there was smiley face graffiti found nearby, whether it's a tree on a man-made structure or something like that. And despite all the evidence saying that it was a murder, um, the cops and everyone is saying that they were all accidental drownings. Mm. And the FBI is refusing to investigate any of these. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Did the cops do it? If it quacks like a duck, we'll if get it there. walks like a duck, it's probably, it's a, probably a chicken. We're going to go over <laughs> some of the victims. Um, but there's been about 70 deaths that this has already been linked to, and 250 unconfirmed ones. That, like, wow. they have to do some more investigating to see if they can tie it to it. That is a lot. That's a lot. Yes. We're not going over all 70 today, but... I was going to say not. I was going to say, sit back. <laughs> go ahead. Get real comfy. Get real comfortable. But yeah, this is um, apparently based off, well, there was a documentary based off of all this called The Smiley Face Killers, The Hunt for Justice. Um, it's supposed to be really good, so if y'all hear this and it sounds a little familiar, that's probably why. I haven't had a chance to completely check out the documentary yet, but I think I'm actually going to watch it tonight. Oh, so, tonight. Yeah, I'm going to start it tonight. It's like a six-part documentary that's like 12 hours. I'll no, if you're going to watch it, you finish it tonight. He probably will. Say, that's how you I mean, I don't sleep, so. We don't sleep. <laughs> Um, and, and a lot of these murders, um, the, um, there was a date rape drug called GHB in the GHB. Yeah. Do you know anything about that, Alina? Who doesn't know about GHB? Is that just roofie, pretty much? Okay. It's like a really I don't common know what that roofie. Is. I was going to say, that would be oh. me, the ones it's who aren't super, nursing students. It's a super <laughs> common roofie. I didn't even learn it in nursing school. I just learned that by watching, like, television. Oh, excuse us. <laughs> Apparently I didn't watch the right TV It's a shows. really, really right. common date, <laughs> date rape drug. Okay. But yeah, also all the victims um, had a similarity in that they were all smart, athletic, popular, college-aged white men who went out drinking with friends. Dang, I was almost a suspect. <laughs> 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 so that's the victim. No, I said victims. That's oh, the victim. That's right. the victim. My bad. I was almost a victim. <laughs> So yeah, um, who went out drinking with friends and they either stepped out or left for the night and then they were never seen again. Um, and in case this is a question, um, all of them were straight for the most part until recently. Peculiar. Yeah. Interesting. Peculiar. That was interesting. Can I just point out really quick that with your flashlight there, because it's kind of dark in here, he's using his flashlight to read his notes, it looks like you're about to tell me a really creepy ghost story. Like, it kind of gets me in the mood a little bit. Like, I'm almost like, we should bust out, like, the campfire and s'mores, honestly. Right, it's like it making like. me feel a little spooky. Like, I like it. There's an idea, by the way, a bonfire podcast, just saying. We Ooh, should. this summer? Yeah. I'm, I'm down for that. Absolutely. All right, go ahead, Justice, sorry. Um, but the first victim, his name was Dakota James, um, and he, the first event that we're going over happened on December 15th of 2016. Mm-hmm. And he was 23 at the time. Dang, so, I was 23 at the time. Cool. So you could have been this guy. <laughs> I almost said 2015? The... 16. Oh. 2016. You were 23 in 2016? No, 22. My bad. Oh. I can't do math. I was 23. <laughs> can't do math. Because I did it. 
Oh, <laughs> Get out of my face. <laughs> but, um, so his friend Shelly got a phone call from him at like 11.30 at night where he was saying he was cold, lost, and needed help and that the cops wouldn't help him. Mm. Oh. <laughs> and he sounded dazed and confused on the phone. So um, he said he was on Pittsburgh's north side. Um, but... You know, Pittsburgh's pretty big, and the north side's pretty huge, so it's hard to find him. Custom roads so in Pittsburgh are so hard to drive. He actually... That is true. Shelly was lucky, um, because a few months ago, he had went... She had to pick him up from an airport, so he had shared his location with her and never turned Ooh. it off. So she was able to turn up, like, her little sign friends app or something like that and sort of find where he's located. Um, so... She was able to find that, and he was actually on the south side, not the north side. Close. So good thing Dude she was real confused. Close. So um, right. she drove around for a bit, like about 45 minutes, half an hour, something like that, and um, she found him at a hotel on the south side <laughs> as he was walking towards an SUV that was parked oh the wrong way on God. the street and was getting ready to get inside. Oh, jeez. It was like parked backwards on the wrong side of the street, so like, you know, they like drove on the wrong side of the street for a second just to get to that parking spot. Mm. Oh, wow. Determined. But he looked like he was in a trance and, like, wasn't being himself. And he snapped out of it whenever she yelled his name, and he got in the car. And whenever he got in the car, he said he did not want to talk about it, and then he just wanted to go home. So the next day, he had a hangover. I and bet. He... <laughs> <laughs> and um, whenever she tried to talk to him about it, he just said the last thing he remembered was leaving his work party at around 7.15 and heading to the bar. So that was like a four-hour time gap that he just has no idea what happened. Well, actually, around five hours because she didn't even find him until around twelve fifteen. That's a lot. Could he have been roofied? Well, I already said. <laughs> oh already wow! I'm about to say. <laughs> what a crazy idea! So you know, Shelly, she was just like, okay, this was a weird thing. I don't know quite what happened, mm-hmm. but okay, my boy Dakota, he's doing good now, so it's fine. Yeah, my boy. Flash forward five weeks. Um, he goes out with his work friends again, and he goes missing. He just needs to stop hanging again? with his work friends. No, he okay. legit goes missing. Yeah, you need to just stop Like, he didn't contact his... anyone. He's just missing. Who now. are these work friends? They're not very trustworthy. <laughs> like, <laughs> they need to stop. Well, he, like, it. said goodnight. Like, you know, they started to part ways. I don't think he made it, like... I think he was at the party, and then he just left, and they were like, oh, he's just going home. Yeah. Because he probably didn't tell Because, like, you know, like, when time. we all go out... Like, you know, are you necessarily, like, walking your friends to their house door to make sure they make it home? Yes. Mm, actually, most of us kind of do. Do you do that, Michael? All um, the time for you guys. You're straight up lying. What are you talking about? Wow. <laughs> no, but I do at least sit in the car and watch you guys go inside. That's true. He always sits in the car and waits at least. Yeah. But, so anyways, now, the next day. Me, Michaela. <laughs> you know what? For you, I'm not. No more. He's just going to scream. I'm out. You're just going to get this right here. Peace sign. But anyways, the next day, um, he actually was reported missing because he didn't show up to work. He was the type of person that always came to work. And he just didn't show up, didn't call or anything. So they decided to, like, you know, hey, there's something fishy going on here. So flash forward about a month and a week later, so about five weeks later, his body was discovered in the Ohio River, 10 miles from where he was last seen alive. Along with, like, 78 Mm. other bodies that are in the Ohio River. It's a hot spot for bodies. Um... But the things that were suspicious was, keep in mind, the cops just, like, labeled this as being an accidental drowning. Like, he was drunk and got in the river and drowned. Mm-hmm. Um, the body wasn't decomposed, and it was undamaged, despite it being 40 days since, like, you know, he was last seen alive. And his body supposedly traveling 10 miles down the river. 
So like his body was all together, it wasn't decomposed so at all. So he was like the Michael Phelps of the deceased. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, that means he had to have been kept alive for a little bit, right? Yeah, and yet like, the cops are just saying... If he wasn't decomposed, he's been kept alive somewhere for a while. Also, two days after he disappeared, there was an $11.99 charge on his PayPal account. That's so specific. <laughs> he was so specific. Maybe um, I needed gas. I do remember. Uh, for $11.99? It was and a good day. You better just the get family, that 12. <laughs> the family wasn't allowed to see the body, and they didn't get the autopsy photos until 17 months later. Mm. Like, the cops told them they couldn't have it. Mm-hmm. Um, but whenever they finally got it, whenever they were looking at it, there was strangle marks on his neck. Oh, okay. So um. he's definitely a drowning. <laughs> The oh, Poseidon himself just got a hold of his neck. It was just like, come here. And the thing that was really sketchy was... He was in the lake. He was in the river. Right. Poseidon was like, oh, you <laughs> you ain't gonna drown yet. <laughs> the thing that was really sketchy was 11 smiley face symbols were found on the Roberto Clemente bridge right next to where his body was yeah. found. Not my boy, Roberto Clemente. 11. Yeah. I don't th- there's no reason for that specific number. There was just 11 there for some reason. He just went happy with the smiley faces. Yeah. Do um, but like I said, Again, the parents weren't allowed to... Obviously an accidental drowning. Like I said, the parents weren't allowed to see that body and the autopsy photos they couldn't see until August 18th of the next year, so 17 months later. So things do seem a little suspicious. Yeah, why are they hiding it? I don't it was know. just a drowning. Maybe the FBI was already involved. So that's the first... Maybe the perfect time for like me to have a button for like the X-Files music. Oh, we the... need that. We need some music like that. Yeah. We just hit the button. <laughs> So, but that's all the first suspects. So, like, you know, it's kind of weird because he already stands out from the rest that we're going to talk about because there was already an instance where he already almost got snatched or something. Right. And his so friend just happened to come like, in at the right time. Did the person try again or did dude just have really bad luck? I think it's the same person. You think it's the same person? Yeah, I think he was like, being like, stalked I or something. Let me give it another I go. want him. That's what they right. First, you know, Beyonce had a song about this. Which one? If at first you don't succeed. That's not Beyonce, that's it's Aaliyah. Destiny. No, it's not. That's Aaliyah. Is it? Yeah. You're right, my bad. It's not Beyonce. You're right, my bad. Uh, Aaliyah, my bad. If at first you don't succeed, you brush yourself off and try again. But um, the second victim, his the, name was Christian Kinsey. That's why this isn't a music podcast. And these, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and these aren't in like chronological order. They're just in the order that I was able to find them in. Okay. So, I apologize. Um, but the second victim, his name was Chris Jenkins. Um, he was 21 when he disappeared on November 1st of 2002. He was, Sorry. it was actually November 1st, so it was actually a Halloween party he was at. Again, these parties, bro. Stop so me. he was in his Halloween costume, got a little too rowdy at this Minneapolis bar, and got mm. kicked out. Okay. <laughs> what was his Halloween costume? Just that's what I was thinking the same thing. I don't know. That's a team. Wow, that's a very team. important detail. Why? <laughs> I want to know. G.I. Joe, I don't know. That's not true. I'm pretty sure. But probably, he was kicked out of the Minneapolis bar, and then he just, in a toga. he just disappeared without a trace. He was found four months later. Jesus. Um, in, like, the local river area, with Bet his arms was- crossed across his chest and just floating in the water. So, like, you know, that's a little weird way to drown. Like, if you're going to, like, drown, just cross your arms across your chest. Oh, what? <laughs> if I looking ever... at the sky, I plan on just being like, all right, peace. That's how I want to go, you Take know? Take the wheel. Just... At least look peaceful. Yeah. Take the wheel. But another reason it doesn't seem like he drowned was um, he was still in his Halloween costume, and Yay. his clothes were still tucked in. 
It's like, you know, when you drown, like, you normally would flail or struggle or something, regardless of how drunk you might be or not. Well, according to him, since he crossed his arms, it seemed like he was just at peace. He was ready to go. (laughs) (laughs) He was at peace. He was just like, you know what? It is my time. That's what he said. But it was originally ruled as a drowning, but the parents kept on overturning it, and finally the city of Minneapolis decided to possibly look into it as being a homicide. So they reopened the case. You know what we should do? All mm-hmm. the cases that the police won't look at, I'll take a look at myself. Okay, you know how many cases that is? <laughs> you're making Literally a big everyone. Right now, Got nothing, nothing but time. Because your job is taking up time. Okay, so who, who has time for a real job? That was Chris Jenkins. <laughs> um, the third victim is Patrick McNeil. He went missing in 1997 when he was 20, and he vanished from Manhattan's Upper East Side. Okay, oh. so he's rich. Yeah, he's rich. Money. He's got money. He got um, money. So again, he was out drinking with friends, decided to go home or leave early or something, and he yeah. just went missing. Two months later, he was found 12 miles down the river, in the Hudson River. The Hudson, the Hudson soup. <laughs> but some witnesses said that they saw people get out of a double parked car and follow McNeil around the corner of the bar that he walked out of. So, like, you know, people saw him get out, and they just actively got out of their car and started following him. But again, How many people was it? They said just a couple of people, so I'm assuming two. Again. Still, that's interesting. Just an accidental drowning. <laughs> so this is a group of but, people. But um, the cops were saying, oh, maybe he was drunk, he decided he had to pee, was peeing in the Hudson, and he fell in and drowned. Oh, yeah. That's what I would do. Pee right into the river. But the thing is, he would have had people to... just don't pee outside like that. Right! <laughs> <laughs> the hell? It doesn't happen. But um, even if he fell in trying to pee, um, it was a pretty hard area for you to get to, even if drunk, to, like, fall off. Because, like, he had to do some climbing and stuff to get to that peak. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're drunk, you're, you're doing, like, the minimum. You're not climbing up to a hard area to pee. Right. Yeah, that's for sure. Even if he fell in trying to pee, the way the body traveled was impossible. Like, the 12 miles down the river, there's no way he could have fell in at that location. So clearly he didn't. He yes. didn't so, um, so the grand theme here is that... None of these are actual drownings. And keep and in mind, there's <laughs> smiley faces being found near all these sightings. Now, I don't know about you, but I've been in many bodies of water. I have never came out of the water with a smiley face anywhere on my body. I do have a question. <laughs> yeah. So, during these times that they're finding these bodies, are they noting that there's smiley faces around? I, I think, yes. But they weren't thinking anything about it. So, they're just, like, okay. taking crime scene photos <laughs> as used, yeah. you know? You know, you guys make fun of me being Detective Roberts, but listening to this, I really could. <laughs> I really could. Wow. You, okay. Wow. <laughs> but, um, Too much. also in the autopsy, well, the body was found face up, which no one drowns face up. Just like the other dude with his arms crossed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chilling. Um, with strangle marks around his neck and groin area. How do you strangle a groin? I don't know. I would like to know. <laughs> You gotta be grabbing. <laughs> that thing. I was thinking. I almost said I would like to see that, but I really don't. But there was That's also for a different podcast. This is a little gross, y'all. So I apologize. Since I know we all just ate, but That's there a was different podcast. There was horsefly larvae, so horsefly eggs found on his inside. So it was almost like his body had been left out to rot somewhere, not in the water, and then it was just dumped there. Somewhere with horseflies. Yes, that's everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, that's everywhere. <laughs> Especially anywhere with a body of water. Um, and then there were two more bodies found in the Hudson River in, within the next 15 months that they feel like might be related. One was found... Go ahead. 
One was found in the same um, stripper river that McNeil was found, and another was just found around the same area, around 138th Street, for those of y'all that know New York. I don't know New York like that. I so. not know New York like that. Not at all. I know it's next to the city, New York. How do you know that? True. So, victim number what? four. What? <laughs> New York is next to the... Yep. Not the city of New York is in New York. Yeah. New York next is to. next to... Okay. Yep. Um, Let that sink in. Victim... Geography... Expert over here. That's Victim me. number four was 24-year-old Tommy Booth. Um, he lived in Woodland, Pennsylvania, and he went missing on January 20th, 2008. His body was discovered two weeks later in a creek. His body was in full rigor mortis, which normally happens within, like, you know, right after it, it dies. What is rigor mortis? I was going to say. That? That's where your body, body swells. Goes all stiff. Yeah. Okay. And then the blood like, swells to yeah. a certain parts. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So normally it dissipates within 24 to 36 hours. And keep in mind, he's been missing for two weeks. So, two weeks? So it's like, there's no way he's still in rigor mortis. Somebody is keeping these dudes alive. and then That's what it is. A lot later. But yeah, also around him, there was drag marks in the soil with shoe impressions. Mm. Was it big shoes? That doesn't say the size of the shoes. It's important. Just some shoes. Um, but they could tell by, like, you know, geologists sort of looking at the land and everything, the body was drugged, like, in the creek by their feet. So, someone drugged the body along the creek, so. Wow. It's not just like he could have easily drowned. He clearly drowned by accident and then (laughs) drug himself. Down the creek. Down the creek to a better spot. That's how drunk he was. A better resting spot. (laughs) Dragging his feet. Um, It's been a closed case, though, since 2008, right? As soon as his body was found, they opened and closed it because they're like, oh, this was just an accidental drowning. Houseway. Okay. Um, But there was no bloating, skin slippage, or heavy decomposition, which would happen for being in the water for two weeks. And... um, the law enforcement said this was because the creek had been frozen over, and it would have prevented the body from doing that because it was in freezing temperatures. They're just really trying not to. There was also job. three sticks staged around his body, and the smiley face for this location was on the wall of the bar under the like bridge that he was finding. So Can I just say the coroner's just giving him all this information, like here you go, here you go, here you go. And, and they're the like, no, no, like, no. Nah. It's like that. It's like that. Well, Drake. some of the stuff, some be. of his bodies, they had multiple autopsies done on. It's like this Drake meme where it's just like, what? Mm-mm. I don't like it. Like you look into that. All I gotta say is, I just want to say, like, whoever the police is at this time, at these places, like PR guy, <laughs> had to be working around the clock. My man was doing some overtime. Like, they told you X Y Z and you said no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Again, all, all right, let me go swing this in this in our favor. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like, I have another question. Yeah, did these white guys look the same? Yeah, they all looked pretty jockey. I looked at all their pictures. Jockey, same color hair, stuff mm-hmm. like that. They were like the popular. I have, I have a statement. Make it, girl. He is very similar to the Casanova killer in Kiss the Girls. Have you seen that? Yep. Where he keeps the girls in like a little thingy thing until they break his rules and then he kills them. But his whole thing is is like he has control in death. So this dude is killing them. It's like necro, not philia, but necro or something else. It is mm-hmm. necrophilia. Is it necrophilia? No, yeah. that's when no, you have sex. sex with oh. dead bodies. Yes, necro something else. Where Necro's have... dead, so that means they'd already have to be dead. Yeah, but this is the thing, is that mm-hmm. people feel that they have control over a person after they kill them. Like, it's mine. It's my possession. 
Yeah, proceed. Um, Luke Holman was 21 when he disappeared in La Crosse, Wisconsin on September 29, 2006. Um, he got separated from his friend after they left the bar super drunk because his friend fell and hit his head and started bleeding and the cops had to attend to him. So Luke just started walking away from his friend to get wherever he was going and then You just he... gotta leave your bleeding friend behind, bro. <laughs> 100%. They were Hold drunk. Up. 100%. Yo, Are you my saying man this guy is... should have disappeared? I mean, no, I'm not victim blaming, but that's a crappy thing to do, though. They were celebrating Oktoberfest, so like they were already pretty. Hey, look, the drinks go on. You, if you fall, you start bleeding. I gotta keep going. But the body was kind of. I'm gonna leave you behind while you're bleeding. <laughs> you come back to me and tell me how you feel about it. Probably come back a little woozy. But like, the body hey, was found on October second <laughs> on the shore of the Mississippi River. Um, there was an orange smiley face found nearby. And his parents said that this is suspicious and that this definitely was not a drowning because Luke hated and sort of had a semi-fear of water. Um, and he never got near water. So, ever since he was a kid, he always, like, avoided being anywhere near, like, a source where he could fall in some water. I did that, too, as a kid. Especially with showers. But I oh said it was... God. That's really nasty. <laughs> I said it was an orange smiley face. Yeah, for yeah a they reason, noticed that. Because there was orange flakes of paint residue all over his sweatshirt, too. Mm. Mm. The victim is a painter. Suspicious. I mean, the suspect is a painter. And there was injuries on his Artist, head, hands, you. and arms. You did say that. Um, observation, then. I should be a detective. Next victim, 24-year-old William Hurley. He went to hang out at a hockey game with friends and decided to leave early. He told his fiance to come and pick him up, but whenever she got there, he was gone. Um, she called him, and he answered his phone, which is weird. Like, you know, if you're not going to be there when your fiance picks you up, why would you answer your phone? But whenever he answered, um, she asked him where he was, so he asked the people around him where he was, and they told him... Suspicious. <laughs> they, told him that, they told him that he was on 99 Nishuna Street, and then his phone died. What is with all these people's phone dying? Moral of the story, um, charge your phone. So his phone died, <laughs> she went to that location, there was nobody there. Yeah. So, you know, she was just like, where'd my husband go? She went home because she thought, well, fiance. She went home thinking he would maybe found a different ride, and he wasn't there either, so. But six days later, his body was found in the Charles River. There was blunt force trauma to his head, eye socket, and leg. And um, there was a smiley face found nearby right on the coast of the river. Like, on a little light pole thing. So people are theorizing that the bodies were dumped in the water to wash away evidence, um... And a lot of people are theorizing that there's some dark web involvement. Mm, that makes sense. Yes. It does make some sense. So, like, you know, That's like, what? Person, the Pick who you want, and we'll snatch them for you. Some private investigators actually found the dark web website that might correlate to this. Ooh. But it required that you put in a password, which they didn't know what the password was first. Oh, obviously. And second, in order to put in the password, you had to turn on your camera for them to see who's trying to sign it. Oh, no. Ooh. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> Nope, nope, nope. So they decided that wasn't an option to go. Um, but like I said, they theorized the bodies were dumped to wash away the evidence and that the smiley faces were posted in order to taunt the police. Mm. As in, like, you know, Aww. hoping that eventually all this stuff would be found. But this is all connected to around 70 of them with another This additional... definitely sounds like some sort of thing where they're like, pick a dude, we'll go snatch him for you, do what you want, and then get rid of him. And watches never get Are you caught. saying this is a red room? Possibly. It could be. The smiley face room. <laughs> a smiley face room? 
Um, but like I said, deceiving. it could be. It's deceptive, right? This there. could be related up to 250 murders. So Jeez. that's what makes me think yeah. that, that, like, the sheer volume makes me think that this isn't but, one dude. This is like a whole ring of something going on. But um, I'm under investigation. There is the PIs that are on this do have five different suspects that they are considering. Mm. One is a sing. There's no names, <laughs> so oh, it's just different well. groups. Of course not. So one is a serial killer. Um, mm-hmm. They think someone could have done all these murders. Just That's one a person. lot. Just seems hey, my, unlikely. Man. <laughs> my man was working nine to five. Um, but oh they think it's <laughs> what does he do for a real job? They think psychologically, <laughs> due to the fact this? that he's profiling the popular people, that he's someone who was an opposite. So you know, someone that was unpopular, bad at school, not so smart, and probably jobless or something like that. See, yeah. I don't think so. I think he has to be like <laughs> he has to have money, bro. <laughs> There's no if ands and Well, he could have money it. now, but maybe he, he could was, be a like, loser ostracized has, yeah. in high school. And I'm so talking it's like about, no, because if anybody who has money now had to work for that money, this person is moving around like they got money to blow. Right. I think this inherited, and maybe they're not popular, and maybe they're ugly and rich, <laughs> and that's an issue. But um, another one, <laughs> another I'm suspect, end up in a river with instead a of a singular <laughs> serial killer, they're thinking it might be groups of serial killers. That follow like a singular leader or core group. So like, like the Avengers cult. of so, so like the Avengers of serial. Yeah, it's so almost like a cult. So like you know, which is where the dark web would sort of come in. Like you know, either they're all talking about like trying to target these people or something like that. Yeah, mm. that makes sense to me. Another thing is they think there might be some sort of smiley face game. And that these murders could be like the gang initiation, so you have to oh, target. Oh, that kind of makes sense too. That honestly. makes a lot of sense. You have to target like and murder an intoxicated man who walks alone. No, it's very specific. It's white men. Yeah, you That's, have to yeah, murder a white privileged true. male. Yeah. That's um, what it is. Suspect number four isn't really a suspect, but they're thinking drowning. Like these people may have drowned, and this is just hella. Okay, I think, can we get off the drowning thing? It's I think we're past that. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's close. That. Case closed on the drowning. It's not a drowning. <laughs> and then the fifth and final suspect is unrelated foul play. Because there are some inconclusive smiley faces. There's some smiley faces that may not have been found in some spots. So, so like, maybe like, all these people just happen to have someone that really wanted them dead. Or just be, like, uh, people who are man. imitating it. But yeah, I'm I'm going with the dark web theory. I, I like that. I theory. like that. I what like theory that do y'all theory like? Too. I like the theory that it is a man on the dark web, and maybe that's where the money is coming from. He's mm. getting paid there. That or it's just a serial killer who has money already. I'm telling because you, I like you have too much time. It's the Avengers of see. The I feel like yeah. I, I don't like doing conspiracy theories, but I feel like the FBI's got to somehow be involved if they keep on people keep on taking it to them to investigate, and they keep on saying no, there's nothing to investigate. The CIA, maybe. Who knows? If we're going that route, you know. What if it's like a purge? This is a lot. <laughs> like a, a governmental purge. This is a lot. This is deep. This has got deep. This one is really deep. I feel like they're about to come knocking. Yeah. I feel like I did a nice little amount of research today at work. This was everything I got at work. That was a lot. That was a lot. Hey, you got a lot. Yeah, you had a lot, dude. A lot. That's of a victims. Lot. And that was only wow. nine of 70. I'm glad you did not do documented. I would have been Truly. sleek. Truly. These, were, these were the ones that stood out to me. So. And they all, like I said, you can look at pictures of each of these people. They all look like the super jockey football player type that everyone wanted to be friends with. Well, my question is, where does this tie into the urban legends? This ties into the urban legends because they're not completely sure what it is. 
or if it's like a cult or something like that. That's oh. not what an urban legend is, no. though. No, urban legend is like a story that's been told over It's like the El Chupacabra. Again. That's an urban legend. First off, the El Chupacabra is real. Okay, Michael. I said a modern-day urban legend, so this could eventually become an urban legend. Oh, I thought we meant like Killings that was based like basically yeah. mimic a urban legend. Oh, that's we not obviously the had going. some theme confusion this week. Yeah. Originally, I, I originally I said like modern now. murders, and y'all wanted to like sort of tie it into something. So that's why I just said urban legends because I, I feel just, like this is sort of. I just don't understand why we think the chupacabra is not real. Wow, who is that? The chupacabra is an animal. It's not a person. Oh. The El Chupacabra. Yeah. I've never heard of that. It's like a beaver slash... It sucks goat's blood. Yeah, beaver slash vampire, all the same thing. That's weird. It's real. Kind of looks like a dog. Is that a dog? I just kind of mess with So that. if that's real, then we have to say that Bigfoot is real. 100%. We have to say yeah, that that's that's what the what Yeti's real. That's where I thought we were going with the whole urban legend thing. The Loch Ness Monster's real. Oh, that's real. 100%. See, thank you. Mermaids. Nessie's real, but you're gonna tell me that El Chupacabra's Aliens. not. I don't. I didn't say he was. Ghosts? I don't know who he was. Ah, see, okay, now we're hitting different level. Oh, I don't know about too. ghosts. Well, Michaela, you think ghosts in particular? That. Yeah, I do. I think that'd be I stupid think, of us. I think ghosts are to real. Think that there's respect. no type of life other than us in a wide, wide, wide universe that has multiple, 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 multiple. multiple. Versus, like, that would be stupid of us to think that. Deep. Anyways. Deep. Uh-huh. Imp- Imp- For the other podcast. So whose murder is next? <laughs> Impromptu joke here. Elena, is oh your right? <laughs> <laughs> Insert joke. <laughs> okay, y'all, so, um, I took this way more, I took this, like, I thought it had to tie into an actual, Me too. like, urban legend. So, this was... Y'all, t- y'all asked me to describe my story without giving it away, so I was like, I feel like it's like an urban legend. Because oh, these- you're confused about what well, an urban what's legend done is, is done. A no, bit. no, the reason why I think this is because the private investigators they have lots of people telling them that they don't think these are related at all. So like the fact that they're trying to put like this story with it, I still don't see how that means it's an urban legend. Though no, it, it will become an urban it's legend. Game no- in the it's gaining notoriety. Yeah. So one day it will be in our village. Yeah, just like the Texacana murders. Yeah, like the Texarkana murders. Yeah, Back at the time, they weren't in urban legend, but they became okay. one. Okay. That was what I was saying whenever I get It's like an urban that. legend in training. Oh, okay, an urban legend in training. Yep, okay. There you go. Urban legend in training. Well, I did an already urban legend. No more training needed. Um, Veteran. Oh, by the way, shout out to my mom for giving me that. Smiley face thing. I told her I was going to say that. So. Sweet. Wow. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Jesse's mom. I didn't know we were doing shout outs now. Shout out to the mom. Also, mom, mom, our mom, very mom. first follower that we got on SoundCloud. Who? Helen? <laughs> Helen? She, Helen has betrayed us. Helen has left us. <gasps> we have other followers. Yeah, we do have other but followers. We still have, we, I, Helen had, followers didn't drop, so I thought she was still nope, there. Nope, it dropped today. She left us. <gasps> but, Helen! <laughs> yep, tell her shame. Do you need your bell? Shame, yeah, shame. <laughs> Where's my bell? Look <laughs> at my bell. Shame. For shame. shame. Oh, dang. It's under the chair over there, Jesse. So happy. Helen, like, I was man. trying to give you a nice... <sighs> but uh, shout-outs to Deborah. Is her name Deborah? Yeah, Deborah. She was on the Debbie. last podcast on the left Facebook group. Whenever, oh, okay. whenever I shouted it out, that's how she got to join 
Yep, and okay, she is Deborah. still there. She was our second follower. <laughs> well, she's our first now. I number one follower. She's Deborah. our favorite. I want to shout out my man Sea Dog. Keep okay, holding okay, down okay, in the no. penitentiary. Hold it down. <laughs> oh, oh my god. I want to go ahead and shout okay. out my man. Oh, yeah, anyway, let's go to your story. <laughs> okay, so I did one based on um, it's super recent, based on Slenderman. Everybody remember this? Oh, is this the two girls? Does everybody yes. remember this one? It's su- It's very well known. Yeah. Everyone but I was Slenderman. extremely excited to do it. As soon as Jesse texted that out, I immediately knew this is the one I was going to do. Ooh, so give us a little backstory for our listeners who don't know what Slenderman is. Okay, so I'm getting there. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm talking about my backstory right now. It's about Skirt. me right now. Cut that off, Jess. Let her speak. Spotlight. Boom. I remember when this first happened and doing like all the research I could about it because I was like, oh my god. This is crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, for anybody who doesn't know who Slenderman is, he is a extremely tall, thin, creepy dude who mm-hmm. hangs out in the woods, abandoned factories, buildings, wherever, and he likes to steal and eat children. He's he sometimes has multiple arms growing out of his back. Sometimes it's tentacles. Um, but there's been, there's a creepy pasta on him. That's where it all got kind of started. Um, and there was also like a pretty popular video game yep. series made about him too. Yeah, I remember that game was fun. Wasn't the there a was movie fun. too? There that was, that movie sucked. There, it wasn't yeah, a good was, that movie. That wasn't fun. But it was a <laughs> It got not, like a 10% of that Rotten was not Tomatoes. Fun. Oh, no. <laughs> not that Rotten Tomatoes really knows anything, but go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, oh. I agree to disagree. <laughs> anyway. Waukesha, Wisconsin. Waukesha. That sounds a lot like... Waukesha. That sounds a lot like Wakanda. Forever. <laughs> oh, my God. No, this is in Wisconsin, y'all. Don't get too excited. You're right. That's not where um, Wakanda would be stationed. 12-year-old girls... Anissa Wire and Morgan Geyser find the legend of Slenderman on Creepypasta, become extremely obsessed with it. They decide, for some reason, that even though he eats children, they decide that they want to become one of his servants and live in his mansion, which they later said is located in the Nicolette National Forest. Don't know why, how they decided that's where it's located. Don't know why. I looked up this forest. It's just a normal forest. Nothing special it's about not it. special? I don't know why it's so special. Until you go there, you But apparently know. it's where Slenderman lives in his mansion. My yeah. are crushed. He has a real mansion? Supposedly. In their minds. Oh. <laughs> I was like, when did no, this happen? No, there's no mansion there, but that's where they said his mansion is, apparently. Um, so, and actually all three girls that were involved in this all discovered him together at a sleepover. Um, That's very normal, though. Like, I remember I would never had sleepovers like that, first off. They were man nights. But anyway. (laughs) Um, Oh, my God. Anyway. On my sleepovers, (laughs) we talked about this type of stuff. I was getting ready to say, like, chilling around the bonfire with my boys. Like, we would always talk about, like, things like that all the time. 
So that's very normal. Did any of you ever decide that you wanted to become a servant no, of that's, Slender Man? No. Never. No, I would just, that's, like, that's tell crazy. scary stories until there were, like, tears coming down. No, that's just crazy. I would crazy. like to serve you, Slender Did any of you ever really think in your minds that they were real, though? Yeah. I would convince myself when I would keep on talking about them. Yeah. No, I really didn't. Oh, my God. Only one I believed is the yellow chupacabra. I thought that the urban legend movie was real. Like, peep those legends were real. But well, I was I mean, a kid. A lot so. of them are based and on... my kids. kid, she meant, like, last year. <laughs> like, I'm a child, don't I had to break the news to her about six months ago, y'all. It was oh a traumatizing God. experience. That's not real. <laughs> my life is a lie. <laughs> so, they just... They, uh, they believed that the only way to prove to people that he was real and to protect their families and uh, prove their loyalty was to kill somebody. That's, that's how they do it. Um, <gasps> this is like sinister. Where the dude is the sinister monster. Uh, tells the kids to kill their family and then oh, he eats their souls. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you're so, right. So they... For some reason, I don't know why, they decide to kill their friend Peyton Lutner, who was one of the girls who, like, found Slender Man with them. I don't know if they thought she wasn't a true follower, or if they didn't like her as much as each other. She is not a fake fan. Like, I don't know what secret her out, but for some reason... She, she gotta go. She was the one that they got together and turned on her. She gotta Maybe go. Maybe it was just the easiest target. Maybe she was the smallest or something. I, I feel know. like you guys would do that to me. She was the most gullible. Just turn on. Mm. I feel like you guys would turn on me. She was the most gullible. Hey, you want to come out <laughs> to the dark woods with us? Yeah, Could yeah, be. let's go have fun. Absolutely. So they originally planned the attack for May thirtieth, two thousand fourteen, and their plan was to run up. Tape her mouth shut, stab her in the neck, and then run away. Wow. Genius. That's a horrible plan. That's a... These are 12-year-olds. These are 12-year-olds. Let's keep in mind these are 12-year-old girls. (laughs) Let's just tape her mouth, not her hands, not her legs. Just her mouth, and just stab her in the neck real quick and get out. So... Please tell me this girl lived. I'm... Girl... I'm sorry. Girl. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Girl. They, but then, right before they were going to carry the plan out, they decided that she deserved another day to live and put it off till the next day. No, nah, that wasn't, that was laziness. That's 12 years old. That's fear. That's like the same thing of like, oh, I'm going to do my laundry today. You know what? I'm going to do it tomorrow. And then, this is <laughs> overnight, their planning process got a little better. They decided the next day they were going to kill her in the bathroom of a local park because it had drains and they could, like, Scoop the blood they down They could, there? like, wash the blood down the, her blood down the drains. Still, horrible plan. But, I mean, better than run up and stab her in the neck. They're improving. Sneak it. They're still on. How are they gonna, they're just going to kill her in the bathroom They the end up, no, they end up, which this part makes me really sad. They lure her into the woods by saying they're going to play a game of hide and seek. I don't know why that makes me so sad, because hide and seek feels like such, like, innocent childhood. I used to play hide and seek in my church. It was something I know. Wanted. Play a hide and seek. They're playing a dangerous game. They, yes, <laughs> they were literally. Yes. If anybody remembers when you were forced to read that in school, that was a good yeah. movie too. Black and white and silent, but good movie. It was a good movie actually. It's a great story. It is a good story. Um, but no hide and seek happened. Obviously, they pinned her down and stabbed her nineteen times in the arms, leg, and torso. With a five-inch kitchen knife. 
Did they um, do better for you, Michaela? That's horrible. They, one stab went through her diaphragm and cut into her liver and stomach, and another missed her heart by millimeters. She lived, right? Anissa and Morgan then tell her that they're going to go get her some help, because apparently they were just going to stab her all up and then go get her, go get help, I don't know. But let's stab you, and then we're going to get some. And then they'll be like, "Oh no, let's let's go get some help for you," but they don't. They don't come back. Um, but Peyton drags herself through the woods and up to a nearby road, where she's found um, by a cyclist and rushed to the hospital. Good. Um, after six days in the hospital, she's able to go home and returns to school later that year. Wow. So this girl is resilient. She's a beast. I she hope when she got to school, tough. she beat their ass. I don't think they went back yeah, to school. Yeah, I don't think they got to go back to school. Oh, I don't yeah. think they got to go back to school. I would have pulled up. But, like... dang, 12 years right. old. Do you know the rest of her life, though, 12, she's already been stabbed 19 times and literally saved herself. Noth- literally nothing can stop her. Nothing <laughs> can stand in her way now. No what boy. What else is going to happen? No Where boy. are these two girls at? All right, so... She, Peyton obviously tells the cops what happened. Um, they find them, Anise and Morgan, near Interstate 94. They have the knife that they used home? to stab her in their bag that they're carrying. Were they running A away? A bloody knife just chilling in their bag. No, they were headed home. Oh. Probably trying to walk home. Um, they told cops that they felt guilty about the attack, but it was necessary. They're like, we feel bad, but we had to do it, though. Again, 12-year-old girls. Someone had to go? Um, she had to go. We have to live in that mansion with Slender Man. Someone like, had to go. That mansion it. with Slender Man is... They got a pool in there. Where? Did they even see this mansion before? No, no it doesn't exist. This? It just exists in their minds. I know, I'm just trying to think, like, where this came from. Creepypasta, apparently. And the imaginations of 12-year-old girls. Wow. In uh, 2017, Anissa pleads guilty um, to being a party in the murder. So she's saying that she played a part in it, but she wasn't, like, the planner. Um, But the jury finds her not guilty due to mental disease or defect. So she... Insanity. Mm -hmm. Um, Which I kind of buy into because a 12-year-old girl stabbing another 12-year-old girl 19 times because she believes a fictional character is real. Sounds insane. Sounds kind of crazy. I don't think your brain's all the way there. Yeah, your brain's not fully developed, but she could have got some juvie time for that. Because this was such a heinous crime. She's sentenced to 25 to life indeterminate sentence. um, Which means, I had to Google what indeterminate means. It means that... There's, like, a minimal amount of time that you spend, but then after that, it's up to, like, a parole board and a judge to decide, like, when you get out. Like, okay. indeterminate means that you get out when they feel like You're you've been rehabilitated. Out. So, the, it's often given to juvenile. I feel like judges. after you see that, you're going to be scarred for life and not always going to... I feel like one of the little girls was truly under that impression, and I really think the other one was probably a sociopath. Probably. I, probably one girl manipulated the other girl. Mm-hmm. To follow through with this plan. And that other girl, the one who planned this, doesn't need to come out right away. Well... She should have got trialed as an adult. Like, indeterminate sentences are apparently given 
a lot to juvenile offenders because they don't know how long it's going to take. And you, like you said, their brains aren't fully formed yet. I mean, I guess. Um, <laughs> she, the first three years has to be spent in locked confinement. And um, she has to get psychiatric treatment in a state institute. And then she has to have communal supervision until the age of 37. Okay, that sounds fair. So. <laughs> that sounds fair. And then after after that, I guess she could go up for parole. Cool. Um, we'll reassess this later. Re, they're go, basically what they're or saying no, is after. We're going to wait till that year comes, do a reunion episode. <laughs> well, basically what they're saying is after that, they are they will like reassess her and see if she's fit to like go back out in the world. That um, seems very fair. Yeah, I think that seems very fair. Um, so let's see here. Morgan, the other girl, um, again, she pled guilty and then was found not guilty by, in, like, insanity. Um, she's sentenced 40 years to life indeterminate, with the first three years being locked confinement and the psychiatric treatment. And, um, but hers has, like, another stipulation on it. Um, she has to get treatment until the resolution of symptoms or the age of 53, whichever comes first. Sounds great to me. So. The age of 53. Like, if you're 53 and you're still not better, mm, nothing more we can do for you. We might as well give up. Locked up. Like, all right, bye. Um, so they, they're thinking that Morgan was like the mastermind behind it is why she got a heavier sentence. She sounds but, like she hey, was. If the person was really a sociopath, it kind of makes sense that maybe Anissa would spin it back and make Morgan look like the one who's behind it. And You're she right. was the one who was really behind it? I don't think it's that deep. You don't think so? No. Tell me what I was thinking. I mean, a 12-year-old sociopath is smart, but they're not that smart. <laughs> That's pretty smart, yeah. Um, so, and then communal supervision. And Morgan, if she does... Um, get out of the state psychiatric facility because they say that her mental illness is cured or is under control. She has to have um, periodic reevaluations to make sure that it's not coming back or that she didn't fake it. Because they do that. Mm -hmm. They they learn how to pretend that they're better. Yeah. Yeah, they just get better hiding it. Right. Um, And Morgan is the youngest patient in the uh, state psychiatric hospital. So, um, the Little school, Norman Bates. I'm just kidding. Some like backlash to this. The school uh, blocks the creepy pasta website. Good. As they should. But my school would art like yeah, already have school. all that blocked. Like yeah, right. you couldn't get on that. anything at school. They were yeah. looking at. Well, this I used at to school. go to EB Games. Or they did. Like well, that. the thing is, they didn't even find it at school. They found this at a sleepover at their own houses. So that's not, that doesn't really help. Um, and then there's a huge, like, you know, uh, big conversations happening about parental supervision and kids on the internet, and it starts, you know, the whole debate, should kids be allowed to surf the internet and blah, blah, blah. Didn't read much into that because I just really don't care that much. Right. Um, but members of the Creepypasta community, uh, hold a fundraiser to raise money for the victim. That's good. That's good. College. The uh, governor declares a purple heart day for healing, which he says everyone should wear purple in support of the victim. Okay. okay. And 
Um, her right before she goes back to school, after she's all healed, her town holds a bratwurst festival. Bratwurst festival in her honor. Yes, that so, is that is a also, lot. Honest, <laughs> they're honest. just cooking up bratwurst and hot dogs out here. I mean, Honestly. they're still missing people out here. There's still cases. I'm sure that are not solved in that area. But hey, hey let's, but let's, hey, let's just spend all this money. Doing this, that, and the third. Honestly, I get it. And I think I read I get it. that they ended up raising $70,000 for her medical bills. Honestly, like, hey, you I know what? Want, I'm not mad. So, I'm not mad. I would want no other way to celebrate than to have brats. A knife Yeah. Yeah. Brats I will are good. say, the one as long thing as nobody I brings like any knives. Did you see what they did about the movie there? <laughs> all plastic. <laughs> I did not see anything about the movie. All so plastic. All the, all the movie theaters in the town held a boycott to where. Because a lot of people in town signed a petition to where the movie wasn't allowed to be screened in that town. Well, I bet. When, because um, that's a touchy subject. Year. That wasn't that urban legend. Because people have been telling urban legends at slumber parties since the beginning of time. Like, that's not what the problem was. The right. problem was a sociopathic little girl yep. got a hold of another impressionable little girl yep. and played out and her And then fantasies. she needed to... Right, right. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, um... Here we go. Let's move on from child psychopaths to... To pure craziness, (laughs) right? Pure craziness. Grown psychopaths. Boy, you have no idea. Has anybody heard of Catherine Knight? Ooh. Not... Ooh, yes, yes. Yeah. I have not, actually. Well, you're about to. Okay. All right. Catherine Knight was born on the 24th of October... In 1955, so she's pretty young. 55. Yeah, 1955. Yep. Um, Catherine grew up in Australia. Her main job was uh, she worked in a. What's it called? What's it called? Chainsaw Massacre. Was that? Uh, Why? Why is this leaving my brain right now? Mm -hmm. Too excited. I was in like a cabin. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not a butcher shop, but a uh, slaughterhouse. A slaughterhouse. Oh, okay, you got it. She was a deboner. Uh, okay. That, and she loved her job. Everybody said that she I bet was she did love her job. Fabulous at her job, bro. Uh, I good bet job. she was pretty good. Oh, yeah. She was also, <laughs> other hobbies included, like, um, taxidermy. Oh, God. Um, oh. Yep, she was a very, she wasn't very smart. She wasn't very smart. She, like, she kind of messed up her words. Come on, God, do God, don't God, but uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, she wasn't very smart. But she did use her sexual allure to bring in men and to keep hey, men. Use what Work you got. it. Use yeah. what you got. So um, right, she meets this guy at the slaughterhouse. His name is David. They get married. On their wedding night, they have sex one time. She heard that she's supposed to do sex more than one time, so she strangles him. Doesn't kill him, no. He kind of wakes up. Wait, so, she strangles him because she heard you're only supposed to have sex one night? No, you're supposed to have more sex. Like, he did, wasn't doing it enough for her. Oh, so she, oh, was, she was like, dang, this is disappointing? Short no. fuse. Very short fuse, this one. No. Yeah, so um, she strangles this guy because the sex, the sex was whack. Whacking the sack. Well, First I mean, off, let me just say, I'm glad not all women are like this, because there'd be a lot of dudes. Listen, <laughs> that I was strangled. listening to this story, and I kind of thought about you in a little bit. Why? Okay. What the? <gasps> just because some of the similarities, I'm not going to say We nothing. have never, ever done anything I, sexual, so you have not no Not me. Idea. 
the Let's hell? clarify. Michaela has no first. I think I think she's no. talking no. about a person. Somebody that else. We can somebody crazy. I'm not crazy. Oh, okay, okay. All right, now I yeah. see. Yeah. Well, by the way, I saw something pop up on Michael's phone when I was reading my notes. Yeah, I saw it too. But well, that's gonna have to be an after the recording ends yeah. conversation. Yeah, I saw after it too. After the fact, we got that. Postmortem. Oh. Just so, uh, <laughs> just so I don't forget about it. Jam meeting. That's kind of why I hesitated for a second because my mind was like, hold I, up. I saw it too, and yeah. <laughs> we about to all see it, but let's get this. <laughs> um, <laughs> so she was with him regardless of her choking him out in his sleep. Wait, he so he was like, she's all right. We'll just stay together for ten more years. Okay, I can see the They had two children. Maybe he liked it a little bit. He said, they asked him later, he said, I stay with her for the sex. Okay, I can see the similarities. Okay. I can can see the similarities. Hey. (laughs) Um, They get divorced after 10 years and two kids. She dates another man named also David. Um, Her and David were reportedly arguing all the time. She stabbed this dude with a pair of scissors in an argument. Um, they break up. I mean, sometimes guys just be making you mad. Oh, yeah. She ends up dating this guy named John. Mm-hmm. John 1, because she dated two Davids. Two John, one. Yeah. <laughs> John 1. John 1. So her and John 1 were cool, you know, whatever, whatever. They got in one argument where after that he just was like, hell no. Um, she was mad for some reason. I'm not sure why. I forgot the reason why, but... She picked up their puppy that they had together oh God. and slipped the puppy's neck, bro. Oh. Uh. Yeah. No. Are you staring at you in like shocked horror right now? Cross the we line. Not when even you go there for the puppies. Yet. Start messing with the puppies. That's too much. That's when you cross the line. We're not even there yet. Oh my, oh my goodness. God. So, anyways, the pet hamster was next. So she had a kid with him too. (laughs) I'd say the hamster can go. (laughs) I'm with Elaine on that one. She had this lady, her poor kids. Well, yeah, she was. It was reported that she was. I forgot they had kids. Well, she had two kids with the first dude, and then this third guy she had a kid too. I thought my mom was crazy. And it was reported that she was very abusive towards them. I bet. I bet she was. But later, they're like super hardcore loyal to her. So we'll get there later. Well, I mean, if you abuse them from the time they're little, brainwashing. Yeah. Obviously. But, yeah. um, let's see. So then she meets Mr. John Price. She's with him for a very long time. Um, he was very sweet, everyone said. Um, he was a drinker. And mm. got her into drinking as well. Oh, God. Yeah, and that just takes kicks up say, crazy to the top Yeah, you get crazy in alcohol, that's just all bad. That's what happened to me. So it was reported he stopped hanging out with his friends. I'm done with you. <laughs> okay, alright. He stopped hanging out with his friends. I because, feel personally uh, attacked now. <laughs> he was being abused. He okay. was being abused, and he didn't want his friends basically to know. I feel Aww. personally attacked. So he stopped hanging out with his friends or whatever. <laughs> he was still hanging out with them there and there, but, you know, it was kind of hard to hide. Yep, alright. Right. So um, there were times where they broke up, got back together. She ended up in like a psych ward at some point in time. Um, but, anyways. I mean, obviously, didn't do much work. No, right. Not at all. So it got to the Not point a, where uh, she ended up getting a fire too. Another story. Like, how do you get fired from being a deboner? No, he was. She got a him fired. No, she, she got him, got fired. him fired. Yeah. He was a minor. Yeah, she got, got him. And he lost his pension and everything. Oh, oh no, not the pension. Right. The pension's important, bro. What do you mean? You can't That's retire. What I said that. Yeah, That's the pension's what I said important. Oh, you sounded like you have like a hint of sarcasm. Oh no, I was being serious. Sorry. And this guy John had two small children. By this time, her children are older. 
but um, he has two small children, and they were living in the house all together. And she basically wanted to, for him to marry her, and then she also wanted him to leave the house to her if anything happened to him. He uh, said no obviously. to both. I'm not marrying you because you're crazy. And two, I'm not leaving you my children's house. Like, this is my children's house. It's for my first wife. He was clearly, like, super in love with his first wife. But he was still with crazy bands here. Did his first wife pass away? No, she was alive. Then what? Why, if he's still in love with her? I like, take my all she was, back. I guess she's with somebody else. I don't know. We yeah, don't know. It could have been the first wife's fault. No. Why they weren't together. I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, but that wasn't a part of it. Done my research. It's another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we'll bring that back up. Relationship <laughs> issues are not part of this podcast. <laughs> we'll save. Well, they can be, technically. It's what starts most of this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> most of this podcast happened because of relationship issues. But things were okay for a minute, other than those fights. Um, but crazy can only hide for so long. Tell me about it. Um, there was a time Tell where me about it. <laughs> it was reported like before February of 2000 that he had had a stab wound in his chest that he never reported to the police or went to the hospital. Um, he told his friends that it was an accident. Oh yeah, when you fall on those knives. That oh my god! Yeah. I always like to fall down the stairs with a knife, with in, a your knife hand. in my hand. I'm pretty sure she said Probably he don't slipped on scissors. my knife. Like that's her excuse. He like, slipped on my knife. He slipped He's... on my knife. <laughs> right. <laughs> he, he fell into my knife. He fell into my knife ten times. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm screaming. I'm dead. But um, so he decided to finally he was fed up. He was like, I'm going to file a restraining order. I'm kicking her out. This is it. Definitely should have happened after the stab move, but you know, it's fine. Right. So (laughs) he ends up filing the restraining order, and then he told his friends at work, look, listen. This is what's been happening? If I don't, no, he'd been telling them what's happening. He was not shy about that. If I don't come to work tomorrow, it's because Catherine killed me. So check on that. And he didn't come to work tomorrow. Listen, boy, let me tell my story. And then, Catherine, on the other hand, it was reported that she went to her little spot, her little apartment, and was just in her house, real quiet, and then screaming, and then quiet, and then screaming. So she was and this tripping. Is on, tripping. She is full gone at this point. This is on Australia, right? Yes, Australia. Australia. Mate. All right. Stop. Oh, my. that was not so. even close. Good night, mate. Not oh even close. It's not a good day. No, not at all. So, um... Yeah, I know, right? Me too. So then, uh, where was that? Insert oh, Drake. after she's so, tripping in her house. Oh, yeah, so he follows restraining order, tells his people, like, yo, if I don't come to work tomorrow, you already know the deal. And then, guess what? So doesn't come to work tomorrow. No, not yet. So, <laughs> not so they're like, yo, don't go home. Like, you're crazy. If she's that crazy, you just don't go home. He's like, no, because I'm pretty sure if I don't go home, She's going to murder my children. So they were like, oh, well, do what you got to do. So he goes home. He sees that she's there, and he goes to see the neighbor. So he's at the neighbor's house, and then he comes home, and she's not there. So he just does his regular, goes to sleep around 11. Why doesn't he scoop those kids and leave? The kids are not home when he gets home. Where are they at? Listen. I'm going to tell you. They're already gone. So Kidnapped. No, she said that she sent the kids off to, for a summer party. Oh. So, she sent the kids off to a summer party. He goes to see the neighbors. He comes home. She's not there. He goes to sleep. Catherine comes. 
she watches Star Trek, she takes a shower, she brings out the little black lingerie piece that she bought from the thrift store earlier that day. Disgusting. Anyways, puts that little number on, wakes him up, they have sex. I'm okay, I can see the similarities. Yeah. (laughs) They have sex. Anyway, he goes up to go pee. And guess who doesn't make it to work in the morning? Yep, there you go. John doesn't. So. What? What? Shocker. Who knew? So anyways, the neighbors come. They blow down. Because John is, the car's still sitting there. They already know what's up. They knock on the door. Nobody's answering. They notice there's some blood on the doorknob. Oh, okay. So they're like, mm-hmm. Bloody nose. we're no, calling the Bobby. So they call the police. Stop with the <laughs> Oh my god. That is the so police bad. pop up and they're like, mm, the door is not opening. Let's go ahead and peek in this little mail slot. No, kick And no. look inside. We don't really see anything. We just see this big ass curtain blocking the way. So, anyways, they get inside and the police officer is like, yo, we looked around, but we went into the room with the curtain and I pulled back the curtain and I was like, what the hell? Did I knock my arm on the door? There's blood on my arm. That was not a curtain. It was, she skinned this guy a lot. Oh, he skinned him. It was his skin, and it was perfectly cut in one, one cut, bro. Wow. Perfect precision. So, the story doesn't stop there. According to blood analysis, she stabbed him when he went to go pee. That's stabbed him, cold. stabbed him, stabbed him. He was trying to get to the light. He was then he was trying to get out the house. And right when he got to the doorknob, she yaga <gasps> slashed him back and then proceeded to cut stab him until he bled out. Then she chopped off his head, stuck his head in a pot with some veggies and put it on a low simmer. Oh my. Then with some veggies. Yeah, then she went back. <laughs> Had her little knife set, brought out her little wet rock to sharpen her knives, and then she cut off his skin with perfect precision, hung it up on meat hooks. Just to dry. Yep. Then she cut herself her favorite part of meat, the rump. No. Cut five pieces, some for her children, some for the dog. Made the table, put place settings with the children's names on it. Then she go ahead and put them steaks in there, fed the dog his piece, went upstairs, that took a shower. Dog. She also took out in this time frame a thousand dollars, which no one has found to this day. Wow. Um, went upstairs for the shower. fancy name tags for the place. Right. She, no, she didn't buy anything settings. else. She just got the money and went back home. Then. She took some pills and sleep. Not only if she went to sleep, because you know she was up all night doing this crazy mess. No. The cops are there, like I told you. They found the curtain. They see the blood on the floor. They see the torso in a chair. She had propped his body, like placement. His legs was crossed, and his arm was around like a bottle of some type of drink. And in his favorite chair, of course. Of course. And um, they go upstairs. Of course, they take her out the house. They already know what's up. And that's that. Like, 
It's like it's obvious who did it at that point. There's no... But her whole thing is that she told her brother, which her brother ended up testifying against her, I'm just going to kill John and make it look like I'm crazy. So in court, the judge was like, no. (laughs) You crazy. I know you're not that crazy. You're crazy, but you're not. You didn't. You thought about this. You planned this out. You, you were, were you were line. you were uh, sane enough to do all this planning. Leave your house, go get money, come yeah. back. You're Different not that kind crazy. of crazy. Different kind of yeah. crazy. So she was the first woman ever in Australia to get the life sentence. Catherine Knight. Girl. Ta-da. <laughs> I can't wow. stop seeing a skin curtain in my I mind know, that's now. Gonna, that's... I have a real like vivid picture. God, yeah, that's gonna mess me up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like. Or, Oh, can you imagine looking over and seeing a skinless body just chilling in a chair, though? Oh, God. Oh, it's oh. the cops, the ones that were there, um, most of them quit their job so they can never do it again. Wow, I would have, uh, too. Some of them were like, I couldn't eat meat for a certain amount of time. Well, yeah. Um, did she actually feed the meat to her kids, or did she just cook it? She just cooked it and did she the place She was about settings. to feed it to them if they were I don't think she was going to. I think that she just wanted... It's she, a presentation. Oh, this was a setup to make it seem like she was yeah. super crazy, right? This is a presentation. Uh, I want to okay. look like I'm absolutely batshit crazy. So, word of advice for the listeners out there. If you want to murder someone and want to be tried as being crazy... Don't let people know. Well, Don't better story. How about if someone showed you they're crazy, just leave. Dude, okay. Before it's too late, I'm before you end up confused. a rump roast. You know, you didn't have to look at me while you said that. <laughs> I'm the most confused about where she says, where he says he's afraid that she is going to murder him to the point where he's telling people, if I die, she did it. But he's just going to go home and go to sleep, though. I think he's he was trying to protect kids. his children. But the kids weren't there. He didn't know that. It doesn't though. matter. So he's just gonna go to sleep. He was this? afraid. And no. then he's gonna wake up. He was and afraid have sex that if her. okay, that part. Come yes. on. That part, yes. That part, yes. This crazy ass. She probably like you know called the neighbors and were like, hey, can my kids come over and stay with you out tonight? Oh, that's, she definitely exactly got the kids right. out of the yeah. house on purpose. That's exactly what it was. She dropped them off at her family's house. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that her accounts, like, there's a lot of stuff I didn't say. Yeah. Her accounts of who she was as a person, like, she has always been ready to roll, just crazy, bro. Oh, my God. Beating up her boyfriends, claiming that they beat her while she's beating them, like, fighting. Punched her mom and knocked her out in one hit, like, just craziness she certified wow. yeah this is the craziest intense. one she did the ultimate deboning though that was intense that's crazy you were holding on <laughs> you were holding on that joke for the whole story <laughs> that was there you were the waiting on that deboning. I think that in my opinion I think that she always wanted to do that it just like she was like you know what it's this time. is my chance I'm getting old she probably had some weird fantasies she does the time. um she had like a psych evaluation and said that she had that form of narcissism also. No. not narcissism uh, of course she was a narcissist no. necrophilia, necrophilia whatever necro something yeah cause she had like shrines in her house of people that were dead and then uh she tried to make a voodoo doll of John where she used his own semen <gasps> So, like, she was a crazy cookie. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Help. You've kind of, like, left Help. me speechless a little bit. Like, I, told, I don't When really I told know y'all to this was crazy, here. I was not So, lying. what do we want to name this episode? I have no idea. The ultimate deboning. 
Yeah. Right. I'm down. I would say that uh, I'm probably done dating forever. <laughs> Michael's done dating. That's what we're going to call the episode. Dating. No more. If you're a female, don't talk to me. <laughs> if you're a female, don't talk to me. Wow. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll have to go. We'll have to like go back through. Thanks right, so much for listening, too. y'all. <laughs> um, so if you want to catch one more of us, feel free to check us out at Dust Stabbing Cabin on Twitter. Stabbing Cabin. Yes. Stabbing. <laughs> You're going to crack me up forever. Every right? time. Kills me. You can see what's up with <laughs> Mr. Detective Roberts, Miss Lena over here, and Miss Michaela, and I guess myself, too. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Maybe. I guess. Like, if you really want to, if you really want to know what I'm up uh, to. What's our email, <laughs> Any last... Email. What's our email? Um, cabin dot jam, which is with two M's. J-A-M-M. Yes, at gmail.com, or you can reach us at... The Zodiac Killer. If you don't know, oh, stop <laughs> with the Zodiac Killer. So yeah, feel week. free to reach out to us for that. Let us know if you have any cool little things you'd like to see us cover, any fun little themes or anything like that. Um, but yeah, anyone have any last minute thoughts? We can go around the table. I do. Please share this podcast around. You know, just let it let it spread like wildfire in your soul. Spread like wildfire in your soul. Okay, what about you, Michael? We just got spiritual all of a sudden. <laughs> I was not prepared for that. Um, you know, just I'm a detective out of work right now, so if you have anything that needs investigated, please feel free. Just put it in the email. I'll investigate it. I see too much of him, so please do. <laughs> wow. Okay, that's fair. Okay, what about you, uh, Lena? God. Crazy is always crazy. Just... Run away. Run. Just run away. I can speak from experience. Just run. I'm surprised you didn't do your always protect your knife. I mean... We're getting there. I mean, and always protect your knives. And I would basically say, if you are a friend that's either super drunk or sober with some super drunk friends... Oh, good point, yeah. Don't let your super drunk friends go off into the woods or go off into the wander... Wandering out by themselves. No man just, left behind, y'all. Be better friends. You should probably just not go to the woods at all if you're drinking. Like, which is good being, idea. And <laughs> if there's blunt force trauma and they say it's an accidental drowning, <laughs> fight it. That does not mm. doesn't really correlate. <laughs> yeah. Right. Thanks so much for listening, y'all. Hope y'all have a great week, and we'll catch you around next Sunday. It's wrap. Woo. It's a wrap. Bye. Bye. Final words. Bye. Bye. You got something to say now? Nice.